are the gentlemen advancing the melody. Welcome to another episode of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Evolution is revolution. Brother Jay, I think it's that time, man. I, 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 might, I might break out the temptations. I might break out the temptation tonight, man. Put up my little bootleg Christmas tree. <laughs> Yo, Mike. yo, no <laughs> joke. I literally walked out of a store this past weekend and um, the Temptations uh, Christmas tree song was playing and I could not stop laughing. I said, there go Cavs song right there. That's it, man. The saddest Christmas song ever, <laughs> man. Ever. I, but I never put my Christmas music away. Like uh, occasionally a song will pop in my head. I'll go to Spotify. I'll hit play and I'll rock it out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah, you know, I haven't I haven't turned it off yet. It's the holidays, man. It's the holiday season is among us. Yeah, yeah, it's here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's here, and, and and like, and people are acting like they normally do around the holidays. And this, bro, this is one yeah. thing that I bet you people listening like, oh, they ain't taking no time. They just ripping band aids off. This is one mm-hmm. thing that pisses me off around oh, the holidays. It's Let's this go. fake. <laughs> it's this fake holiday spirit that everybody turns on mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and that includes those text messages like happy thanksgiving don't freaking text me like we ain't had a conversation all year don't send me no happy thanksgiving text i also don't like text messages around holidays and you not spelling stuff correctly or <laughs> or at all you don't want the you don't want the group thanksgiving yeah, happy I, thanksgiving I message I don't, man i don't care what your mama cooking <laughs> i don't care who all's everybody's coming granny all granny's babies together i don't care i don't even like most of y'all so like don't even i'm not even quite sure why you're not blocked yet right so like don't send me no damn group messages and then everybody gonna respond and then you include somebody that's still trying to figure out how to work their phone so they're gonna send bible verses and trying to send pictures and sh- don't do that don't bro i don't even recognize half the damn numbers on the jump so i i think that's a red flag for me it's like hell man i'm in this damn group message and i don't recognize it's a it's 30 people on this jump i recognize maybe five numbers you want to know what i do i will go through on iphone i'll go through i'll see who's all in it i'll click that little i block number i'll go through the whole entire (laughs) list instead of saying hey stop responding and yeah because some group messages you can leave and some you can't. And so like everyone's just going to want to respond and no, no, thank you. Who all coming over there? I know you getting, I know you getting your plate to get nigga. Who are you? <laughs> so yeah, I don't like the fake holiday spirit that people be having. And, um, oh man, it's, 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 uh, what do they call it? What's the, what's the word for it, man? What's the word for it? It's like, uh, it's like Ikea. You know what I'm saying? It's like this uh, manufactured kind of thing. You know what I mean? I hate it. And I think I think it really starts just because of society, right? Because when you think about uh, Halloween, for example, mm-hmm. you know they have Halloween stuff in the stores. What mid September, maybe? Yep. It ain't even October yet. And as soon as as soon as Halloween kind of season, it ain't really a, a season. But it's like, all right, from October to October 31st, yep. you know, then then you slowly start to see like 
Christmas shit <laughs> everywhere. In a blink. It'd be, right. it be like mid-October. And I was like, yo, let let the kids rock their teeth out with the candy and stuff first before <laughs> you got more sweet treats and peppermint patties and peppermints and stocking caps and all the dumb shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just think like that's how we are programmed as a society, man. Like legit from September to January 1st of the following year, mm-hmm. it's like the matrix in on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't I, I'm sick of it, bro. Like and and I'm okay if like we have a relationship or we we we're having a conversation and you know we've talked throughout the year. And you send me, hey, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Mm-hmm. But like out of the blue, like one, if I ain't got your number saved, yeah, man. One and and I don't respond. But two, or the last message that I got from you was last Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, and it shows up on your phone. Yeah, if if I didn't hit delete, right? Um, and I also don't like. <laughs> the, don't hit up your old things because you want that old thing back. This this On holidays, is not, nah, man. Don't send yeah. no future text messages. Like, yeah, you know, we out here being thank, giving thanks for, uh, you know, what all the family gathered around talking about what they thankful for. And I just remembered, you know, I was so thankful when we was together, and you know, I did you wrong, <laughs> but I hope you well. What? You really type? You really wasted my free text messages on this? Get, Dude, notify block spam. It's cuffing season, man. It's cuffing season too. Yeah, you know, at the same time, as, as the family over here gather, uh, gathering to say grace and you know holding hands. I just remember the last time I held your hand and how I did you wrong, and you know, I just hope I, I hope that all is well and the things are get, get get what like man. That shit sound like a Lenny Williams record. Most of these <laughs> and most of these old thing text messages do. Like I find out future ain't future ain't about shit. He just rerunning, rehashing <laughs> Lenny Williams <laughs> line. Track eight on, on side B. <laughs> right? I, I'll be on Instagram screaming, or my friends will be send me a screenshot. We'll be like, man, look what this fill in the blank sent me. And I'm like, oh, the audacity. The audacity yeah. must be this must be on Black Friday specials because like a lot of people got it. A lot of Gangsta. people have the audacity. So yeah, I don't I don't really like the fake spirit. It's, and right, it's not mm-hmm. just with friends, family as well. Yeah, man. Like I I haven't seen you, haven't heard from you the whole entire pandemic. Heavy. And then you hit me up asking like, what we doing for the holidays? Because you want to slot by. No, no, I don't even respond. Or I'll respond like, who's this? Yo, man, the pandemic was like the the pandemic is like the blip off of, off of Marvel, man. I think I told you this before, and so I look at it like this, bro. Like, if I haven't heard from you mm-hmm. in like legit two years since the since the pandemic, then we good, man. It, it was like it's like my reset button. Oh, that's good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's everybody, like my reset button. Everybody man. needs a reset. Everybody need a reset, man. So like, if I haven't heard from you or, or talked to you like the whole pandemic, like regardless. Family, friend, foe. I'm good. I probably won't talk to you. Uh, period. Not not saying I, you know, I'm harboring any ill will, but it's it's like level of priority, man. Level yeah. of priority, level of understanding. Reciprocity. And then also, reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. You know what I mean? Because I, I, you know, the holidays. Like I told you before, man. I've I haven't. I've never really liked the holidays, mm-hmm. like ever. <laughs> well, I take that back. I liked the holidays when I was a kid. Okay. 
yeah. you know, when I was a, a child, I, I loved the holidays and I loved being around my, my family and my aunties and my grandfather, my mother, and then uh, my cousins and all that stuff. Cause I guess it was a you know, creature of habit. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, you know, you know who house you were going over for certain holidays or who was coming over to your house. Yeah. But the older that I, that I've gotten, I also understand like adults are kids. Adults are children, man. Yeah. <laughs> like adults are legit children. With unhealed so trauma. You, yeah. So you have you have this certain lens when you're a child, mm-hmm. but then when you become an adult and you see certain people that you didn't really see them in that lens because you were a child. Yeah. Now you're an adult. That's good. And you see like adults acting like children. Yeah. And it's like, it's all right. The holidays, you know, the holidays are man-made. Yeah. Thanksgiving is man-made. Christmas is man-made. Yeah. I think for me, like when a lot of the older family members who have, um, you know, transitioned from descended into ancestor, I think, yeah. I think that's where a lot of my holiday spirit went. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, mm-hmm. I can, I can listen to the old Christmas songs and I can imagine what certain uh, family members were doing, or I remember hearing certain songs when I met somebody else's house and what we were doing or the sing-alongs. Right. And most of those people are no longer with us. And so yeah. it's kind of like the people that are still here. It's like, like you said, it's like, eh, now I can see you as an adult and now I can see that you ain't really shit. Um, and all, and then it's like all the people that you rock with when you talk about the, the ancestors transitioning on, mm-hmm. man, and then it's like, damn, y'all left me here with these niggas. These niggas. <laughs> these niggas. I'm down here with these niggas, right? And oh, bro, I be feeling like that though, man. I really do, man. I really do. Cause you know, I, we might sound kind of pompous right now, brother Jay, elitist. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't think that's the case. But I, I will. I will say this. You and I, we pr- we pretty much have a good time wherever we at. Fair. On on Earth with yeah. an F. Yeah. <laughs> on Earth. On Earth. We pretty much. We pretty much have a good time wherever we are and you know we don't really meet no strangers you know what i'm saying so i, I i'm gonna I'm go ahead and say it ain't me <laughs> it ain't you <laughs> I, I, i'm gonna say that man i'm gonna say that with a lot of confidence brother jay a lot of confidence i don't think it's me fair now you know i could be wrong but it's like yo i, I never i've never gotten disinvited from anything fair fair point Fair point. You know, that's just a track record. I've never gotten <laughs> disinvited, man. People, people want to invite me to things. People want me around, and I like that. I like that because I want to be around. Yeah, I'm a man of the people. So if certain family members that I want to be around, I be around them. Certain certain family members, like yo, if I ain't heard from you in two years in the pandemic, it's all right. I ain't, I ain't checking for you in 2022. Yeah, right. And and like, it's no love lost, right? Nah. But then you start to ask yourself, not really like. Love's not lost, but was it love to begin with? Yeah, see, that's the that's the challenging piece, brother Jay. Because I've I've been doing a lot of reflecting this year. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the pandemic was like the reset button for me. Mm-hmm. But I've been like really focusing on it. Like, damn man, relationships that I have or had that I feel like, damn, these are like meaningful relationships, mm-hmm. and something has transpired, and it's like, damn, this relationship ain't that meaningful. Yeah. Because it's like, and I say meaningful because if it brings me more anxiety and harm yeah. and frustration, yes, sir, then I can't make it as meaningful. Yeah, because that's detrimental to me. Yeah, and now we're not talking about like 
general conflict that you have with people. Like conflict is natural. Yeah. Right. And I think people need to understand that conflict is natural. Uh, different perspectives, opinions, it's natural. You supposed to have disagreements with folks because that we're not a monolithic culture. We're not a, we're not monolithic creatures. Yeah. You know, you have likes that I don't like, and I have likes that you don't like, and it's all good. But we 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 have a, a mutual understanding and a mutual ground, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been like doing this inventory and this kind of reconciliation of different relationships that I've had, and it's like, yo, if you really cause me more angst than not then it's more so like why bother and i feel kind of fucked up <laughs> for real brother i feel kind of fucked up saying it i do i feel like because I, I feel like damn this ain't right mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like yo you can't continuously try to put out good or try to make it right or try to invest and cultivate a relationship like you said when there's no reciprocity involved yep. but at the same time Hey, yo, man, life's short, man. Life's short as hell, especially for niggas. <laughs> yeah. Life's short, man. We ain't got that many summers left, bro. I don't know so. how many summers. No, I'm 41 years old, brother Jay. I don't know how many summers I got left, man. My my hope is that I beat that I beat the national average. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if I can, if I can, if I can make it past the 60 mark, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you know, black man, 59 and a half. You look it up. That's yeah. the data. Yeah. That's the analytics. You know what I'm saying? So if I can if I could live beyond that, man, if I could get to my 70s and maybe my 80s, cool. But I I really don't know. And so with that in mind, it's like, yo, I don't want to waste the good time that I got left. That part. <laughs> on on stuff that's just like, you know, you going you going to somebody's house for the holidays, right? Because it's like, all right, well, the family gonna be here. Come through. But if you come through and you know, like, yo, this is going to be a frustrating experience and I'm going to leave, I'm going to leave madder. <laughs> I'm going to leave madder, more angry <laughs> than when I arrive. Yeah. I probably shouldn't come through. And then like, I, I don't know, it's different. I, I don't know about you, but for me, most of, most of my family, they're in the Hampton Roads area. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, I don't mind going home and kicking it for the holidays, you know, on occasion, depending. But when I see like, yo, it's Kev hitting the 95 South traffic all the time. And then I got to come back to DC with the rest of America <laughs> that's going like from yeah. Florida to New York mm-hmm. every holiday. Yo, the shit get old, bro. Yeah. The shit get old. And that's one of the be- that's one of the greatest, the greatest, the greatest thing that I could say happened within my divorce. And like I'm settling in, man. I'm a divorcee now, brother Jay. I've been a divorcee for a while, but I'm acknowledging it now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the beauty of being a divorcee, I'm a bachelor now. Mm-hmm. So I have my family time with my son, right? And I have it the way I want to have it during the holidays. If I want to, me and my son want to just kick it, I'm cool with that because I ain't got to drive nowhere. But I don't have to split time with families and hear, hear all of the damn little slide slick ass comments and in your windows from one side of the family or the other. And then people mad because you with this people, you with this, this side of the family, not this side of the family, or you with this auntie and not this auntie or, you know, but you, you making all the investment, you taking all the risk. Show gas money, gas, $4 a gallon, six, 
So yeah, with six dollars a gallon, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yo, man, I'm only doing I'm only doing with what's within my bandwidth. And so this holiday season, bro, like I'm cool with it. Like, you know, all my family supposed to be up at my crib. We had to call the audible. So I'm going down to a cousin's crib for the Thanksgiving. But this is something that we plan. All of us kind of put put our ideas. Yeah. And and we all got skin in the game. Yeah. You feel me? We got skin in the game. And I just feel like, dog, if Kev and, and, and RLJ is the only people that got skin in the game, then that's not that's not an equal playing field, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm with you, bro. It's just like knowing, going back to your statement that adults are really just old children. Old kids, man. And, and they, they old kids at work and at the family reunion, and, holiday season. And it's worse at family functions because people are still holding on to things that happened like in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like y'all should have settled this years ago. Yeah, we shouldn't, yeah. one, we shouldn't know about this, right? The next yeah. generation shouldn't know that you had a falling out over such and such. Like, we shouldn't know that. And two, the generation that's after me shouldn't have to experience, right, all this animosity or, like, attitude or this negative energy at a family function. Like, you 70. Bruh, like, but it happens. You may not have too many more Thanksgiving plates that you're going to be served. Like, <laughs> like... You might not no, man, see you seventy. Many, how many summers should you expect? How you, many summers should you expect you, you got left if you seventy listen, years old? B? Listen, you you might not like it. May not come upon the midnight clear too many more times for you, right? So, like, <laughs> I really need you to start putting some stuff into perspective. And my therapist asked me something a long time ago, and she said, "Will it be worth your emotion in a day?" Mm. The time you are spent sitting with you in your emotion, not with them, but in your emotions and in your feelings, will it be worth it next week? The time that you're going to spend, what can you be doing with that time? If you're at work and you get sidetracked and you get emotional, now you're unable to complete a task. Is it going to be worth it in a few minutes? Because a lot of times we, we hold on to our feelings and emotions and it's not, it's really not even worth it. Yeah, yeah. But we want to prove that we right. We want to be like, you. we we got to come out victorious. We got to be the head honcho. Bro, I just be letting people have it. You got it. You got to, man. It ain't because it ain't that deep to me. You got it. Like, yeah. And I, I, you, and I'm a cancer. So you really, you, I, cancers know, like, once we get to the point where we don't give a damn, it's over. Right. And we can sometimes take it too far. I, I will agree. But I told somebody, I was like, I'm very good at acting like someone doesn't exist. Man, I'm and I'm a Scorpio, man, so I don't forget shit. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm <laughs> I very good. Damn, at, I don't forget a damn thing, yo. I'm very good at acting like someone doesn't exist. Like, once I had the conversation and I say I'm good on something, like, that's it. We ain't got to come back to talk about it. We ain't got to rehash it. Just know, like, moving forward, you will just be a figment of my imagination. No disrespect. Not but a figment. <laughs> a figment, right? You will be an iota <laughs> of a figment. That's hilarious. Right? Like that, and that's just where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm it's nothing personal, it's no love loss, but I that emotion or that grudge or whatever, like people are holding, that's taking up space for the things that I'm praying for. Right? And I can't I can't move up 
to different levels or move deeper in certain relationships if I'm holding on to shit that's taking up the space. Yeah. And so, you know, my, my theme for my 35th birthday was create the space and place for life to happen. And sometimes creating the space means getting rid of stuff that's already in the place. One of my rules is like when I go shopping, if I buy a pair of shoes, when I come home, I got to get rid of a pair that I already got. Mm-hmm. If I buy a suit, I got to get rid of a suit that's already here. If I buy a tie, I got to get rid of two ties that I already got because I don't need to keep harboring all this stuff that one isn't being worn or is not being used. Right. I, I, I don't need to be a supply closet. I don't need to be a, um, a department store where I have any and everything that everybody or anybody could want. Yeah. If I buy T-shirts, I got to get rid of some that have been sitting, in, you know, in my closet that I haven't worn in over a couple months. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I let people know, hey, got clothes that I'm giving away or I'll drop them off or I'll take them to some nonprofits that are serving individuals that will need business attire. But same thing with relationships, right? You want something new to come in. You got to get rid of something old that's taking up space and, and, and really preventing you from fully taking everything in from an experience or a moment that you're supposed to. I, I did that last last year around the holiday season. A friend of mine, <clears throat> their sorority, their sorority was doing a, a business attire clothing drive around the holidays and um in a shoe drive, like shoes and stuff. Dope. And man, I just I gave away a bag of stuff, stuff that I hadn't worn, stuff I probably knew, like I probably ain't gonna wear this again. Yep. But it was it wasn't like beat down and tattered, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like somebody could really use it. Yeah. And I think I'm gonna do that exercise again this year because I need to get rid of some shit anyway, man. I've, I've been thinking about like trying to figure out how to live a minimalistic lifestyle mm. that will give me like the portability. Like if I need to skip town, <laughs> you know, for some mm. reason. Right. I don't, I don't think I'm going nowhere, but I don't know, man. Like, I, like we were talking about last episode about Southern hospitality, man. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just think it's like environments that I just, I feel like I can be my best authentic self in mm-hmm. juxtaposed to, like you said, you, 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 you going through with the traditions yeah. of the holiday season because you say they're traditions, but the traditions don't necessarily bring you joy or fulfillment. Yeah. Just, like Thanksgiving, for example. You've just been conditioned to accept the fact that we eat turkey on Thanksgiving. And it was like, and who, the, who the hell really likes turkey like that all the time? Uh, yeah, right. Why, right. why is turkey, why is turkey the thing? Yeah. Now, mind you, because it was funny, I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and they were like, yeah, um, they posted something on the gram. They were like, yeah, man, you know, I don't see why people like turkey, any, no, dry ass turkey anyway. I say yeah, but at the same time, like if, if like if you got an expert that's smoking that bad boy, <laughs> frying that bad boy, I'm gonna have to get a taste. I'm gonna have yeah. to get a taste. Yeah. But it ain't like the 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 symbolism of the turkey, man. Like yo, who the hell just like why does that have to be a thing every year? Especially if don't nobody like it. Yeah. Every like it's okay to not do something because you don't want to. Yeah. Right. Now there's some I remember. All right, cool. We. Growing up, we always knew that one holiday we're going to be in my grandmother's house. Next holiday, we're going to be at her sister's house. Like, that was a thing. All right, cool. Bam. But, like, going out and um, breaking the bank for Christmas, like, why is that tradition a thing? And mm-hmm. why don't we stop doing that? Let's, and let's, it's detrimental. Yeah, let's be realistic about this thing. I remember yeah. my mentor says he gives his children 
his wife, his parents, his siblings. He says, you got, I need you to put five things on this list. You might get three of them from me. And I need you to be mindful. Like, don't put no $1,200 thing, like three $1,200 or plus things on this list thinking I'm going to get all of those. Like, I'm not going in debt just for a commercial holiday, especially since, um, and I kind of agree with him here, like, I give you gifts year long. I, I, I invest in the relationship that we have year, year long. long. Like, yeah, like your birthday is different. That's your yeah. birthday. That's a significance. All right. So I'll splurge on birthdays, but like uh, a, another commercial holiday. Yeah. I'm not going broke just so you can have something that you probably won't use or you probably won't take care of in three weeks. Cause I care about you beyond the holiday Christmas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's beyond. I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I like I I, I get busy with some I, I I didn't understand it when I was younger, but like certain certain denominations mm-hmm. and certain religions that just don't celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I, I understand it now. Cause like yo, the 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 364 days that come before Christmas or the 300 and what the 360 days yeah. that come before Christmas. Um, should probably be the gift. That's the gift. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the, the time, the time that you have and the time that you spend yeah. is really the gift. Yeah. Or, you know, it could be monetarily, but I, I, I feel like, you know, time, talent and treasure mm. when you give, when you give that liberally and give of yourself, like Christmas is a, is a day that somebody made up. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I, you know, from a religious standpoint, and you want to celebrate the birth of Christ, X, Y, and Z, if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. But if you want to celebrate some fat white man coming down your chimney. Yeah. With gifts, this and the third. Or if you don't get certain gifts on Christmas and you mad Christmas because, well, my boo ain't get me this or he ain't get me this. That, that means he don't love me or she don't love me. Bro, I had to, I had to flip the script on one of my couples in the middle of the session. And they were talking about gift giving. And I said, what makes you think that you're worthy of the gift you're asking for? Mm, that's heavy. And what, what, what was the gift like a roundabout way? Was it like a nigga? It like was a, a brand new car. Oh, that's a hell of a gift. And, hell of a gift. and he asked her, he asked her, he said, what are you going to do different with the new car that you didn't do with your previous car that I got you? Mm. Right, because he says, I handle all the maintenance because you don't. Mm. Right? You drive it recklessly, and I have to pay for the repairs. Mm. Right? You do any and everything to the interior, like, without care or repercussion. Like, if I do this, this may mess it up. Because you assume, because I've done it before, that I'm just going to get this fixed. Like, so why do you think I'm going to go out and spend $79,000 on a car? That's what they, they, they wanted. They wanted like an X five, bro. Like a brand new X five. I think that's about 80. What? And, and, and so she didn't have a response. And so I said, that's a very good point. Like what makes you think you, you, you are deserving of the gift that you are asking for. And that's the same thing that my spiritual mentor asked me. He was like, a lot of times the stuff we're asking for God, God knows we're not ready to receive. So oh, it, yeah, man. it gets delayed. Kev, you, Kev you, you, you ain't going to know how to act. No, 
I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to give you. You're not going to win the million dollars because you can't handle the the money that I'm giving you with the job that I that I gave you. Man, God knew. God knew not to make me six one, <laughs> 190 pounds. Because he knew. He 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 just knew. He knew, brother Jay. He yeah. knew. He knew that yo, this little dude ain't. He don't know how to act now. Yeah. Yeah, Man, so you make him six him, one, yeah. six two, one hundred ninety pounds. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, man. I probably have about seven kids rolling around <laughs> this joint. I'd be everything that I, everything that I'm against, <laughs> everything. <laughs> right, and so everything. just asking, I, I, I started using that line with people. What, like, tell me what you're gonna do with this one that you didn't do with the last one. Like, what, what have you done to prepare for the gift? Because the the main part of the gift, if I get you this $79,000 car, I need you to protect it like you bought it. But, and the example that I, I the example that I used to tell in interest meetings was, um, if I give you a brand new car right now and you wreck it, it's going to crush you for a couple minutes. But if you work, two or three jobs back to back, saving up your money, odds and ends, doing all these things, sacrificing, going out, sacrificing all this extra spending stuff so you can get your money and you finally raise enough money and save enough money to get this car and you wreck it. Your world will be shattered. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got skin in the game at that point. Cause not only is it your money, right? But it's the effort that it took to get the money. And it means more if you earn it. Right. So if I just gift you something like, are you deserving of the gift that you're asking? And a pet peeve of mine is if I give you something and I see that you haven't taken care of it. Or it's like disregarded as if it's not important, then don't worry, you won't get a You won't get another gift like that from me. You just won't. I remember one of the I remember one of the craziest arguments I ever had, man. And the comment was, well, such and such said, you should have been bought me a new car. <laughs> yo, you talk about, <laughs> mm. you talk, yo, bro, mm. you talk about, if you ever want to see a black man's rage, <laughs> mm. brother Jay, if you ever want to see a black man's rage, man, I mean, I mean, like, you know, they talk about fits of rage in the Bible. Like mm-hmm. that's what it like the, 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 the worldly sins. If you talk about fits of rage, bro, oh, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, mm. <laughs> oh boy. So I I understand it wholeheartedly, but I also think like uh, people 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 use the holiday season Ooh. to make up the difference or the lack thereof of something that they they're not accustomed to receiving throughout the course of the year. Yep. Like I get it. You know, I, I talk a lot of shit. I talk a lot of shit about people that, you know, Oh, my birthday coming up and your birthday, like two months away or my birthday coming up, your birthday, like four, four weeks away. Yeah. Oh, my birthday coming up. Your birthday is like next week. I, 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 I talk shit about people like that, but at the same time, I understand it because you know, it's your birthday. Hopefully, is the one good time of the year that you feel like, yo, 
Life, life is worth living. The one <laughs> like it should be on, at least okay. on your birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If no other day, at least the day. If no born. other day, it should be at least on your birthday. So I, I ain't knocking it. You know what I mean? But at the same, at the same time, I do think people use the holidays to like supplement mm. for things that they they may lack throughout the year: love, mm-hmm. patience, kindness, kindness. You know what but, I mean? But also you got to think about it. It's towards the end of the year. And so now it's yeah. like, oh shit, the year's running out. Let me be kind. Let, let, let's be kind <laughs> Let me be kind another. for the month of December. <laughs> yeah, like, mm, let me not cuss this person out over something small because like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm disrespectful. Maybe, let me, it's Christmas, so I ain't, I ain't gonna hurt nobody's feelings. Like, Christmas should be every day. That's what the temptation yeah. said anyway. Yeah, man. It should be Christmas every day. Like, give love on Christmas Day, which should be every day, right? And so it's like, don't, don't, this fake holiday spirit that we typically get in as people, let's do better and let's, let's, let's have, let's be consistent, right? Let's change how we are interacting with one another. Yeah. Right? Like, if you love me during the holidays, where was that love before Halloween? Cause that's when the holiday season kind of starts. Like, where was that love then? But nah, man, she started tripping Halloween. <laughs> she had on her bride of Chucky, her bride of Chucky outfitted, <laughs> and kept that going. Yeah, yeah. Through Valentine's Day. Through Valentine's Day. <laughs> so, bro, going back to this car thing, like, how did you respond when she's like, "They said you should have been bought me a car." Nigga, I blacked out, man. I blacked out. I ain't gonna lie. I black. I I blacked out. I blacked out because I was. It was a moment. It was a it was an ill moment, brother Jay, because it it won't like I had it like that anyway. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like legit busting my ass, man, like legit busting my ass. And then also dealing with like my own shitting and grieving and shit like that. You know yeah. what I mean? No, so this was after your grandfather passed. Oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. And then you know you're in a brand new fucking house. You're in a brand new house. Yeah. And shit like that. So the comment, I just thought it was like agreed. I thought it was so. Di- it wasn't. It, it was. Yeah, it wasn't a timely comment, man. And I thought that shit was just like so fucking disrespectful, yo. Mm. And I legit, I legit lost it. I legit lost it, man. Start tearing up my own shit. <laughs> Wait a second, I paid for this. <laughs> Give me the shit you bought, <laughs> nigga. I started tearing up my own shit, and I, I was, I was just, I was just heated because it was like, yo. And I, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to put shit on race. And like the challenges that we deal with as cis cisgender mm-hmm. black men, mm-hmm. I think I got it right, brother Jay. Cisgender black men. Yeah, you did that. You did. I you did, did it. See, see, I've been learning. Come on, DEI. I've been certified over here, huh? No, but but I do think it's a walk that we have, man. And don't like if if you didn't come from money, and if you didn't come from you know a particular kind of lifestyle or environment. Like everything that we do, especially like you the first to do it mm. or, you know, you the first to do it or there was not there was not like a legitimate roadmap for you to get to a certain place in your life. Everything is like a struggle. Yeah. And everything is like a like, yo, to buy a new car that you ain't driving like nigga, that's like moving a mountain to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, the, like if you in a situation to buy a new car that you ain't driving, that's moving a mountain. Yeah. To 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 be able to say, you know what, hey man, it's all right. It's all right that we having kids 
because we got rooms and shit to put them in mm-hmm. <laughs> if we had kids. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't like a mistake. It's like, damn, man. <laughs> well, we should have thought about that first. Yeah. Like it was, it was none of that. But that's, but that's like a, that's a, a generational leap from Thanks. where, you know, my ancestors came from mm-hmm. to be like to be in that position. And so for me, it's more so like, damn, man. You out here busting your ass all the time, and it ain't never good enough. Mm-hmm. And so I think you, but you know, but I think some of that had like challenges I had, and trauma that I had, and you know, perception that I had about my own self. Yeah. But the comment in it, this comment in itself, whoo! <laughs> I can only imagine how I would have responded. Um, because there's some things that to take into consideration. I'm a stickler for. Be real careful who you insert into this discussion. I never call yeah. it an argument, right? Because we're having mm-hmm. a discussion. Because once a discussion turns into an argument, then we need to press pause because emotions are now out of control. Yeah. So while we're having this discussion, be very, or as my my English professor, I love this little white lady, to, the, to bruh, like, if she would call me and say, hey, I need you to do something for me, I, shorty, I got you, right? And she mm-hmm. was like, yo, be careful who you say be careful who you cite. You may have a strong affinity for something because of something else that they've done. Incorporate strong fact and supporting evidence. Not just because you like the author and the color of the book. Be able to to stand on what you what you're inserting into your paper. And yeah. so I tell people that all the time. Be careful who you cite in this discussion. Oh, X, Y, and Z. Like, don't ever throw something up in my face that somebody else said, because then I'm going to have to check you as to say, well, why was she having a conversation about that? Like what, what made her think that it was okay to talk about that or talk about our situation or to give her input, Mm -hmm. right? To give their input on it. Be very careful because now we got another conversation that we're going to have to have. And you know, but those those convos, man, like when people talking real reckless, mm-hmm. I would say I would say half of the convos usually happen around the holidays, though, brother Jay. Yep. From somebody, because because I think people have like a mental model. They have like their own mental model mm-hmm. of of you, or you know, they they. But what's the saying um, about re, re, what revisionist history? You know, it's it's their side, your side, and the truth. Yeah. And I think people have like a mental model of historically what has traditionally happened mm-hmm. over the holidays. Like it's this great time and everybody's kumbaya and everybody loves each other and loves on each other. And the food is good. The, the environment is, is good. And, and that's, it creates this nostalgia. It's a movie, Kev. Yeah. Yes. That's, create, a, that's, they've seen, that's they, home alone. Yeah. Man. They seen shit on a movie <laughs> and then like, Oh, in their head. And, and I think it may be a coping mechanism, right? I see it in the movie and I know my family ain't really got it together, but I'm going to say we, we ain't got it together, but together we got it all. So I'm going to like create, like, this is us. This is what's <laughs> supposed to happen. And you, you start to, you start to like try to find a correlation with what you see on the screen versus what you're experiencing in real life. And then you think that this is how things are supposed to go. Right. And so you try to force a square into a circle cookie cutter. Don't we do that about everything, though? Life. Life, relationships. Yes. 
you know, jobs. Because the movie told me. Because uh, a movie told me this is how I'm supposed to fall in love. This is how I'm supposed yeah. to meet my soulmate. And then I have a question for you. I was like, well, did the so uh did the movie ever define like what a soulmate is? And does it does the movie even go into discussion that maybe your soulmate is someone that you won't marry? Like, have we talked about like all of the intricate details of a relationship? No, because in an hour and 28 minutes that Lifetime has shown you or Hallmark has shown you, right? You get this falsified, glorified storyline. And then you try to force your real life experience into an hour and 28 minute cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh yeah, they broke up here, but they're going to get connected at this bonfire and life is going to be good. And they're going to spend Christmas together and everyone lives happily ever after. Happily ever after don't happen in the hood. That's why nah, <laughs> like, the realest, <laughs> the realest Christmas movie that I didn't seen and like, and I ain't even, I ain't even tripping in terms of just like my age and kind of like what I kind of like the realest Christmas movie I ever seen, man, I, outside of Die Hard. Cause Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't care what nobody say Fair. in my eyes. Die Hard a Christmas movie. Fair. Best man holiday, man. Mm. Say, Cause yo, mm. it was sad. People was arguing. Mm-hmm. People still had beef from, from five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years ago. Unhealed trauma, bro. Unhealed trauma. Like, yo, it, it was realistic. Mm-hmm. And even at the end of that movie, like, they still didn't have like a, it wasn't like a happily ever no. after because they were still trying to heal yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah. Real. It was real. But I, but like, those are, those are my holidays, man. Those are my holidays. Thanksgiving to Christmas, man. So, you know, this year, I don't know, man. I, I just... I don't really have no expectations mm. for the holidays. I don't have no expectations for Christmas because it's another day. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, I'm gonna sit in some traffic. Mm. I'm gonna kick it with my, I'm gonna kick it with my cousins, kick it with my son, have a good time, and come home. And that's 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 all right with me. Yeah. As long as I don't bring no shit with me, no issues. <laughs> the only thing I want to bring back with me to my house is a plate. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. As but long you know, as they don't experiment with recipes over the holidays. Oh, nah, man. Nah, 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 man. My my my, my cousin Spike keep it a book. <laughs> he, he, he ain't he ain't he ain't fucking around. Amen. Amen. Around. So so Kev, like knowing that we are approaching um and then, man, this I think compared to 2020, 2021 has flown by. Yo. Like I feel like we we literally had this conversation like how are we going to end the year last year? Right. And so 2021, we are quickly approaching December. What do you need to do or what are you going to focus on for the remainder of the year? So you can finish out 2021 strong. Right. And maybe, you know, you was like, you know what? 2021 maybe didn't start strong or maybe December I'm going to start strong. Like what is it that you are going to do so that when the, the book, and the ink dries on 2021, you can say, you know, I I did the best with what I had and I made sure that I'm in a better place mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Like, how am I going to be in a better place by the time uh, the clock strikes 12 on one one twenty two? Honestly, man, it's I don't know if it's uh, Groundhog's Day or what but it's like similar challenges but it's different mm-hmm. and so 2019 to 2020 was crazy 
beyond just the pandemic and all the stuff that was happening in the streets. Um, but I really had to sit with hurt mm. Mm. and sit with pain. And sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily that, uh, you know, strangers do stuff to you to put you in a particular frame of reference or frame of mind. Sometimes it's the people that's closest to you. And so it's kind of been this running thing. And I said, okay, well, I know that people around me, like we said earlier, they, you, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be who you are. That doesn't mean that Kev has to change you or Kev has to coddle to you, cater to you, um, deal with, uh, I guess, the images, the images or perceptions of, that people have of you. Yeah. Because sometimes it's all in their mind. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing that you did necessarily. Facts. And so 2021 isn't the exact same, but I also see myself like, yo, there's been some lessons learned. Yeah. Some real lessons learned. And I guess what I'm trying to use the end of the year for is to um, cipher through those lessons learned and kind of pick out the gems that are meaningful to me to carry on into the next year. Um, But I think the holiday season gives me like that reflection period, Mm -hmm. you know, cause I like, I'm, I'm kind of checked out of the matrix. I'm not in the matrix. Like, Oh, it's Thanksgiving. It's the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. You know, I'm trying to put up a, a, a Christmas tree with all the trimmings and, you know, go out and buy gifts and do this, that, and the third. So I'm not using my, I'm not using the holiday season for that necessarily, but I do want to just reflect to make sure some of the feelings that I, that I have mm-hmm. are concrete mm. that I'm just not making decisions because I'm like my feelings were hurt or I was angry Yeah, that I'm actually like looking at a situation or a relationship or a job or a, a entrepreneur endeavor. And I'm like, all right, well, I didn't get the, I didn't get the end result that I anticipated. Therefore it wasn't a meaningful experience. I'm not trying to do that. I'm really trying to find the gems and the nuggets that um, I've been able to kind of sit with and process so that I'm not going through the same thing next year. Yeah, that's good. But I will say, um, you can't really do that without kind of just sitting with your emotions, man. Like the holidays are always an emotional time. And I just realized, um, with, I would say, I would probably say since my birthday, mm-hmm. I just realized why the holidays have always been a, a, a huge point of anxiety for me. And it's some of the things that we articulated. Mm-hmm. Splitting your time four, five different places so nobody's feelings are getting hurt. Like when you talked about social obligation Mm -hmm. last episode, my G, it it, man, it, 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 I was like, yo, it was almost, I was enlightened. 
it was a it was a true aha moment for me mm-hmm. because I think that is um a lot of the anxiety that I go through. Like, all right, well, Kev, you know, I'm I need to be around this person or this person or this person. I need to go here, go here, go here, go here, go there. But now I, I it's almost like I have the freedom. I don't have to. Yeah. Like I work my ass off throughout the course of the year. I got the PTO or the time off mm-hmm. and I want to do it my time, but I want to do it my time. Cause I earned it. Yeah. And so I think part of the holidays is like, you're just giving myself some grace. Like, yo, I can be angry. I could be upset. I could want a change of environment. And that's all right. I'm still a young man. You know, I'm, I'm a, old, you know, I'm an OG now, but I'm still a young man. Yeah. yeah and I want to just use that time. I want to use the end of the year to really just uh, reflect on, you know, like, yo, how, how can I, how can I just be better and have better, better relationships or more, I would say more quality relationships. Mm. Cause you know, everything can't be like, you know, you cut a, you cut somebody off or whatever. It ain't about that all the time. But I will say that, um, I, I began at the begin I began at the start of the year to really try to invest time and energy in the relationships that were meaningful. That's good. And when when I felt as if I did that wasn't reciprocated, then it was like, all right, that gave me like a measuring stick on the level of priority or the 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 fucks given. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I know, like, if you know, all right, well, every conversation I have with this person, they disrespectful as hell. Yeah. Or every conversation I have with this person, yo, they trying to little bro me and talk to me any kind of way. Yeah. Or every conversation I have with this person you know, I get five words in a two hour conversation. I know like I, I don't thrive. I don't thrive in those environments. And so I, my hope is that I could just use the end of the year to, and this time to really just uh, recalibrate, recalibrate a little bit, but also start to craft like and define clearly of the kinds of relationships that I really, really want. And I would say even down to, you know, intimate relationship with a, you know, a significant other, I ain't found her yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we working on that, Kev. Working on that. I ain't found her yet. And it's all good. But GRG's I also about have, to go on tour. We about to go oh, on tour. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but I've had, a, I've had enough, I, I've had enough interactions to kind of know like what are triggers for me. Or if I feel like I'm going down like a, a rabbit hole that's too, a little too familiar, to to pull back, man, to pull back a little bit, and you know, and, and really invest in uh, quality time, man. I never really considered myself a quality time guy, but quality time is very, very important. And I'm not not necessarily just with your significant other, but just with your family, your relationships, people in general. Like the gift, the gift isn't a present from Jared's or the Gucci store or target. <laughs> the gift is really the, the quality time. And so I just want to spend good quality time and define, you know, what it is, how I want to spend it mm-hmm. and how I want to invest it because I ain't got no money. And so at this point, the only time I, the only gift I really have is my time and my energy. 
and how I want to spend it. But it took the pandemic. It took 2021 to get me to that point. Mm. So, yeah, I, I would say, you know, I just want to I just want to uh, get more intimate in the relationships that I have and, and, and really identify how I want to invest my time and energy in those relationships, uh, you know, beyond what's been tradition and beyond what's been, you know, I've been a creature of habit, I would say. But I also understand like I'm 41 years old, man. I got different habits now. I got different wants and urges and expectations that I have of myself and that I also have of other people. Mm. And that's all right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's how I want to really use the end of the year. And, you know, it might be a blip part two where, you know, 2022 come around and it's, you know, it's another reset button. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, um, what about you? I, I've been reflecting on it over the past couple of days. Like, what is it that I need so I can finish strong with 2021? And I think um, dialing back, right? I told my therapist that I'd just been hearing that theme in a lot of stuff. Um, recognizing that everyone and everything is not deserving of my energy. Right. And so tapping in and knowing that it's okay to dial back. And sometimes it's okay not to even dial in. Um, <laughs> That's heavy. Right. I can't, I can't attend everything that I'm invited to conversations, disagreements, events. Um, plans of destruction. Right. I can't, I can't attend everything that I'm invited to. And just being being able to quickly move on from things that um I'm dialing back from like i i I said the other day in therapy that I recognize that um I've been a blessing to people that have been a lesson to me, yo, you got that <laughs> you got that from therapy g. And my therapist, That's divine, man. my therapist was like, say more. I was like, I, I have been, you know, going beyond and extending myself to be a blessing to others, recognizing that they're in need. And in turn, they have been just a lesson to me to recognize that everyone's not deserving of my energy. Everyone's not deserving of my gift, my time, my temple or my talents. And they want to force it on you too. Yeah. Sometimes people want to yeah. force it, force it on and, you. And and being okay with accepting that fact, right? And it's not saying that I necessarily expect them to to do the same for me. That's not why I did what I did to begin with. But like, if I help you out of a situation, don't make it your role or or your goal in life to create a situation for me to be in. Like, why would you do that? Right. And so or if somebody tries to somebody says they're helping you out of a situation and then they have strings attached and expectations yep. to it. Yep. Like what why you do it in the first place? Yeah. If you wanted to hold it over my head. Yeah. And I um I remember this quote that I wrote down in my journal that said, um, a part of maturity is learning to love some people from a distance to keep their well-being in your prayers, but take a path and to make sure that they're not in it. And 
that's that's where I am, right? This is a detox period for for me. And um also getting to the space where I know that if God blocks it, that I need to leave it alone. If God blocks that relationship, leave it alone. Partnership, leave it alone. Business venture, whatever God blocks, mm-hmm. I need to I need to leave it alone, period. Because knowing that um as my my pastor once said, if God doesn't ordain it, you're going to have to maintain it. Yeah. And appreciating what was, but also knowing that, rec- and knowing and recognizing that anything that was meant for me has remained in my life, and anything that wasn't has left. Mm-hmm. And acknowledging, recognizing, and accepting it. And then, hey, so may it be. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will will be. And relinquishing the control or the false ideology that I have control over things that I don't. Yeah, because you don't have control over people. At all, right? And I think once I relinquish that control, I will also relinquish the, the constant feeling of disappointment. Right. If I can't control the situation, I can't control the people. What I can control, right? My response is my responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I have a responsibility over is how I respond to a situation. Right. And so people are going to be people. And yes, I'm going to be disappointed. But if I can dial back my level of expectation and just expect people to be who they are, not who I think they are. Not who I want them to be, not what I think they are, but allowing them to be who they are and what they are and allowing them to do what they do and then responding to that. I, I think that's where that's that's where I, that's what that's the place I'm trying to get in. Right. Because I'm I'm trying to get to a place where. um, My peace is protected. Mm-hmm. By by. At all cost, my peace hey, is man, protected. We, 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 we young black men, man. We, we want peace too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, we deserve the, it from the social aspect, from um, like the business and the work aspect, like anything that compromises the value or threatens the value of my peace has to be blocked out. Mm-hmm. And so, Conversations, people, places, things, ideas, concepts, groups, anything that is going to threaten the value of my peace, it has to go. It has to go, right? I'm I'm emotionally building like a security parameter around my peace and anything yeah. that gets too close to the perimeter, right? I'm installing security systems, so I now know I need to pivot and put something in place so that the threat doesn't um doesn't manifest itself. Um and I think that will that will help me in terms of how I move forward. Right. That's like, real. And just being being keen on that not everything or everyone is deserving of my energy. I can't be everyone's problem solver, right? Yeah. I can't be everyone's thought partner. So 
you know, one thing that I've said once before, you know, every call that comes to you may not be for you. Yeah. Right. And so being able to filter the energy that is coming to me so it doesn't distract me from the things that I have set my hand to do. It's the response, man. You you talked about creating a response that it may be uncomfortable. And sometimes yeah. the, the uncomfortable mm-hmm. response is no response at all. Yeah. Yes, sir. And I'm very good right? at that. I'm very good Cause you at that. Wanna, yeah, because you want to, you, you, but I, I also think like that's something that I've been also working on. Everything doesn't warrant a, a response or me reciprocating the same energy that yes, I'm sir. receiving. Yes, sir. Cause I think that, I think that that, that is like the, the core thing. If I get smoke, then I, yo, I'm I, the fireman, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can burn the building down just as easily as you can. Fire Marshal Bill. Yeah. But that, but that also requires me to invest time and energy. And what we say, time is our most valuable asset. Yes, sir. And so even in the holidays, like we talked about the, the, the routine group text messages where everybody that you ain't talked to in three, four years is on, you know, a 30, a 30 plus person uh, group text yeah. about happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you don't recognize half the numbers on the call. Yeah. And, and that's, it's, that's cold, man. And it's also about recognizing that some after something expires, it no longer can serve you any good. And I'm not talking just about food. Yeah. Something has expired. It has ran its course. The milk's gone bad, brother Jay. Hey. The milk's gone bad. And there's an expiration date on things for a reason, right? And we can continue to consume that which has expired, but there's there's adverse consequences for that. And being okay to let things die. Like I, I got a new plant the other day, well, a couple weeks ago. Uh, maybe it was a month, a couple months ago. And um, I noticed there were some things happening to the plant. So someone told me, you know, what to do. And I did it and it worked for a couple of days. But then I saw that that might have caused more trauma than, you know, than treatment. And so it did some other things to remedy it. And it worked for a couple of weeks. But then this plant slowly started to die. And then I called someone that works at a, at a nursery. And they said. Um, it sounds as if you're trying to fix something that you received already broken. Mm. And I don't think the person recognized what they were saying to me. Mm -hmm. And I stood back because that's how powerful that statement was. I said, Oh, he said, no, 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 no. It's nothing that you did. The plant was probably damaged when you purchased it and you brought it home thinking that it was a healthy plant. So you were treating it as if it was healthy not knowing that it was already expired. And and it blew my mind because I'm like, how often do we do that, Kev? Like, how often do we try to fix something that was delivered to us broken? Because we think we think we can fix it. Yeah, or that yeah. what I'm doing is I am, I'm watering the plant. I'm giving it plant food. I'm giving it light. I'm giving it things to make it grow. But I didn't know that it was already dying before it got to me. Yeah. And, and anything that isn't growing is dead. And so being mindful that, right, as I think about Who the plant, say that one more time, Brother Jay? <laughs> anything that's not growing is dead. Oh, right? people, places, things, baby. So anything that ain't growing is dead. <laughs> My science teacher taught me that. 
he said it and I wrote it down and I found the notebook randomly one day as I was going through some stuff. And I remember the notebook from the science class and it, and I wrote it. Anything that is not growing is dead. And as I think about my plant, I took some leaves off and there's still like, there's still life in the plant. There's still things coming. There's new leaves developing, but everything else has fallen off. So now I got to make the decision. Do I keep giving my time to this plant that has shown me signs of, of death? Yeah. Right. And, and, and do I try to save what can be saved or do I allow the plant to continue to expire because it has like, it has ran its course. That's, and the last bit of life that is happening has happened. Um, but the damage hasn't completely gotten to it yet. And so I can save it, but how long can I save it before that part dies? I'll I'll do you one better brother Jay. I'll do you one better. Or maybe you have this kind of plant and it only flourishes in particular seasons. That part. That's good. Yeah. Or under certain conditions. Yeah. Or it has to, you know, you have to have this plant in certain conditions. Yeah. But maybe you need an all weather, all season plant. Yeah. Just to bowl, just suppose there's something that only blooms in the spring or something that only blooms in the summer yeah. or something that only blooms in the winter. And, and the guy at the landscaping nursery said, he said, also be mindful of where you get it from. Hmm. Is it because if you look around and this plant is, has a lower price, chances are it's been there longer than the others and mm. they just want to get rid of it. Mm. So maybe it's been in the environment too long and it's, it is now, and this is good, it's now used to the traumatic environment and doesn't know what a tranquil environment feels like. And so when you take it out of that environment and you put it into a tranquil environment, it doesn't get the trauma or traumatic stimulus that it's been getting. So it doesn't really know what to do. And so now it's because it's so conditioned, even with us, right? We get so conditioned to the trauma that we've been experiencing that we don't know how to properly handle tranquility. And we get, we get conditioned around the tradition. Yeah. Of the holidays, yeah, trauma, it's, and and it's, it's something that, you know. Sometimes it ain't sweet, yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, that's that's where I am for the for the remainder of the year. I'm I'm just focusing on what is meant for me has remained and will remain, and what is not meant for me will leave. And um, with an open hand, I I receive, and with an open hand, I release. You got all that from a plant, brother. Jay? From a plant, brother. From a plant. That's cold, man. That's cold. I had a plant. <laughs> I got tired of taking care of it, though. Threw that motherfucker out. <laughs> got tired. Got tired. Man. It's a lot, bro. It's a lot, but it's it's similar to relationships. If you are not in the space to give it what it needs, it's going to die. That's, I mean, for real, like, that's why I don't have a puppy. I've been looking at dogs and mm-hmm. looking at dogs and stuff. Cause you know, it might, it might be nice to have a dog running around, but then I had to think about it. I'm like, yo, when I want to make a move, I don't want to have to worry about the dog. I got to take the dog to a babysitter or doggy daycare yeah. or and yeah. it's like, this is a, let me press pause. Yeah, if I got to work late or getting home, my hours may be irregular or whatever. Then I got to worry about the dog. 
Or if may- so, I may- probably shouldn't have a dog. Maybe I want to catch a, uh, a flight that just popped up in my email. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm out. But then I'm like, dang. So I got to come back, figure out like who's going to keep the You got to worry about Cujo. Yeah. Now he mad at me. Yeah. Yeah. Separation <laughs> anxiety. And this is yeah. now I got more traumatic things that I got to heal in my environment. Nah, I feel man. you, man. I feel you. Nah, I want a dog nah. too, but I just know right now I'm just not in there. Can't. I can't. I, nah, man. I'm just nah, trying nah. to take care of myself, bro. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to eat good too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just. Then you see all the commercials on TV, man. They got like the. The, the people, natural, organic food for the dogs, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Gone are the days when you just threw some kibble and bits <laughs> in a bowl and rolled out yeah. <laughs> and some water. Yeah, now, now they got a five-star five, five star meal for, for dogs the dogs. Dogs need insurance. Nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. Yeah. Yo, you, are, you, are, you, are you at least looking forward to uh, eating or dining on anything particular over the holidays, man? Um, I don't want no damn turkey. I really, I really don't care. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fried turkey. A fried turkey, yeah, man. I'm a, do a Cajun style fried turkey. Nice. Injected with some juices tomorrow. You know. Let, oh yeah. Let it marinate. All that TLC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, other than that, um, you know, there's nothing that I traditionally reserve for Thanksgiving. Like you know, mm-hmm. if I want. Candy yams, I'm gonna cook candy yams, you know, mac and cheese, yeah. I'm gonna cook mac and cheese or like whatever it is. So I nothing in particular. Um I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to just um communing with family and then seeing some people that I haven't seen for a while and then remembering why I haven't seen them. So <laughs> and rolling uh, out. <laughs> yeah. Rolling out. Drive my own car too. So Hey um, man, hey, it. gotta drive, gotta drive your own yes, whip, sir. man, so you can get up out of there. Yes, sir. I, I, I got to sneak out the back. No longer, like gone are the days where I'm staying places I no longer want to be. Mm-hmm. That's real, man. I don't have anything in particular that I want to want to snack on, man. I, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. 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 So, on that note, man, um, I definitely want to thank everyone for tuning in to our show, uh, the Gang Recognized Gang podcast with RLJ and Kev. We have surpassed 7,000 downloads. Yes, man. sir. Yes, sir. We in that 7,000 from, from countries that I ain't never been, <laughs> from places that I've never seen. Yeah. And so, you know, we want to show and uh, appreciate all of our members of the village that are tuned in every week. Um, to listen to us rant and, and rage and ramble on about stuff that's uh, going on in our lives and within our circle. And so we thank everyone who has tuned in. We're grateful for you. Um, Tis the season of gratitude and being thankful. And so we are thankful for each and every one of you. Also want to give a special shout out to everybody who attended the last happy hour. Yeah. Uh, the conversation, kickback and conversations, man, Co- cocktails and conversations. And man, I was, it was, we had a good time, brother Jay. We did. We, we did. hadn't seen a lot of people in a minute, Very man. And we legit, time. we legit laughed. I haven't laughed that hard in a minute. <laughs> we laughed. We were merry. We had good spirits, good company. So thank you everyone that attended the last uh, cocktails and conversation happy hour that we did. And, um, Hey man, I thank I thank I thank the the good the good Lord above for you, brother Jay. Hey man, likewise, my brother. You know what I mean? Cause you 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 keep me you keep me centered 
and you and you 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 send me little subtle reminders of things that you know that's important. And so I appreciate you, man. And uh, we hope everyone has a phenomenal Thanksgiving holiday wherever you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever you're traveling. May uh, mercy and Godspeed be upon you for safe travel to and safe returns. And we will check you all out after Turkey Day, man. You've just witnessed witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV. That's RLJ. And we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution. Where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light.